Hello, and welcome back to the Up and Down Show. With Daniel and Upinda. That's right. We're so happy you guys came back for another episode. Yes. Hey, Daniel, how are you? I am fantastic. I'm actually doing great today. Good. Well, you look great. I'm loving this kind of burgundy maroon that you've got going on you here. You know, we, we didn't even talk about our costumes. No. Nope. Costumes. I'm, I'm such a dang actor. <laughs> it's okay. Our outfits. If you want to call it a costume, it's a costume. It's truly it's always, a costume. It's always a, a costume and an audition. That's what I'm just, I can't break from my acting days. It's okay, but you are working this burgundy. Look at it against your skin Aww, tone. Thank you. And you with all this beautiful what would you call that for our podcast listeners who can't see your beauty that's kind of a it's um, a, like a lily pluser type oh. of pattern but it's not because i can't <laughs> afford her because i'm 80 percent. just remember we that we are still 80 <laughs> percent <laughs> so yes but but it's good to see you it's been a couple of weeks since the last it's time i saw been, you it's been a few weeks yeah last time we were together uh we did um, a show talking about the George Floyd situation yes. that's been going on and all the protests that are still going on um, in our country. It was a real heavy show. It was a great show, though. It was great. Um, and I think that it needed to happen because of, you know, we're living in this world, so we cannot not talk about what's happening in our communities. Amen. Absolutely. Yes. And, uh, and got some feedback, right? So we, we actually have been getting more and more feedback from you all who are listening to that. So first, thank you for that. Um, oh, yeah. We forgot to say that at the beginning. A, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is to our fans. <laughs> thank you. Yes. And, and you know what's funny is that people who watched the first show um, who really, which was really just about us introducing ourselves and yes. we didn't know where we were going with it um i don't think people understood that we can actually be deep we can actually we can <laughs> actually have opinions differing opinions yes. on things um and that we can dig deep uh but we can also have fun and we have some podcasts that are going to be coming up that are not political at all in fact we have a really excellent one um that we've done recently uh about Shit's creek Yes. Which, which I'm really excited for that one to come out. Um, yes. And anybody that knows me and Daniel knows that we love Shit's Creek. We love that type of comedy show that really is inspiring to your heart and your head because they bring us some serious stuff. But they do it in a way that, you know what, it's more you can digest it because it's done in a funny way. Absolutely. So just wanted to say thank you for that um, yes. and, and remind people of ways to... Uh, get in touch with us with this show um, that if you are listening to us on a podcast and you found us um, and we are also available on YouTube. If you're listening to us on the podcast, go to YouTube and type in the up and down show and we will pop up our channel there. And for those who know us already on YouTube, we are on podcast. In fact, we were just um, approved. approved for iTunes. Yes. For you Apple fans. I'm not so much an <laughs> Apple fan. I have my own beliefs about the Apple cult. But yes, oh. we're on iTunes. I guess I'm part of a cult. Yes, when the aliens come, they're going to take everybody <laughs> that has an Apple phone. I'm, I'm a true believer of that. Well, so, but we are on Apple, which is so cool. I, I, I know just about what we've proven it ain't that hard to get on Apple. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to not 
say that. I'm going to say it's very hard to go to Apple because they have wonderful content and quality. But I mean, you, you, they do. But they do. They do have protocols, and so we were able to go through that protocol. And we're going to look at Spotify. We're going to we're going to look at other platforms as well. So, yes, because we want to make sure that definitely. everybody can access us, especially Daniel. Absolutely, <laughs> and we have our Facebook pages up. We have Instagram. So we are doing our thing, and it's been really interesting for me. You've been to um, learning the technical parts of this. Yes. Thank God for Daniel, because Upenda just shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Which there are lots of people uh, who we work with, who I work with down in Miami, who I kind of have adopted this sort of, I, I love technology. I can learn technology mm -hmm. still very, very quickly, mm -hmm. but I don't use it. And so things like Google Docs, and I've been using all of that in order to manage this show behind thank the scenes. You. It's been kind of cool. Thank you, Daniel, for managing us. <laughs> well, thank you very much. She doesn't really up. mean that. What you don't know is that there have been some behind the scenes drama, drama, <laughs> been real drama between me and Daniel, but we got through it. Ooh, we Lord. got through it. We had a creative meeting the other day, which <laughs> probably should have been filmed just the creative meeting. <laughs> but oh. it's okay. It's okay. We're here today. And seriously, we are trying to make sure that this show is available on all types of platforms for people to access us. And Definitely, I do appreciate you in managing this entire process, despite who I am, because, you know, I just want to show up and just want to have a good time. <laughs> Literally. And I'm usually <laughs> that person, too. But it's been fun to um, learn the technical behind the scenes. And our director, producer, editor extraordinaire um, has been teaching me a lot of the ropes also. So uh, I want to do a little shout out to Greg and thank Greg also for his help with this process. Yes, yes, yes. And today... We've got a couple of things we want to talk about today. What Absolutely. do we want to talk about today? Well, you know, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about something kind of related to um, the recent protest, but actually much bigger than that. And, and that's something that I didn't know a term for. You actually taught me the term this week. Yeah. And that term is... Make sure I say it right. It is what it, it's it's cancel culture. Is yes, that, the cancel culture. Okay, I would say that it's probably the term itself has been around for the last five years specifically. Okay. Um, when it comes to um, people that we look up to, stars, entertainers, news media. Um, for me, it, it takes me back to five years ago when everything was coming out with regards to R. Kelly because it was all about canceling his music. Yep because of his uh, situation and we are not going to support him so that we got to stop listening to his music. But it went even further than just stop listening to this music. It went further to, you know, really the cancel culture is, it's really um, instigating other systems to also abide by what you are believing in. So they were telling radio stations and other media platforms, do not play his music. Right. So I think cancel cu culture, like you said, it's a lot larger uh, because it speaks to different um, uh, um, ways for people to stop someone's livelihood, basically. You know, and I didn't realize that this was a thing. I, <laughs> I, I, I obviously have heard people talk about, well, should we listen to this person's music? R. Kelly, should we be listening to R. Kelly's music? Should we be listening to Michael Jackson's music? Right. right? And, and should we watch the Cosby show um, because of what went down with Bill Cosby? Yes. Um, so I, I've known that these conversations were happening, but I didn't realize it's a movement and people actually create hashtags and people really push for people essentially to take down businesses, really hit people where, where, it, hurts. where it hurts, which is the pocketbook. Absolutely. And, it, and I, I think also what 
cancel culture has been beginning to get a bad rap because you are now um, experiencing or we are now experiencing where people are being canceled, canceled off of something that they said years ago. Mm. Um, and, and I say I'll use Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was um, supposed to be the MC for the Oscars. Was it the Oscars? Yes, it was the Oscars. But there was a clip from him um, making a joke about um, homosexuality, um, the gay lifestyle. And someone brought that up and he was canceled. Well, no, he actually wasn't canceled. He um, was put out on Front Street he actually chose to to, to, remove, to remove himself, but there was a lot of pressure um, that had been put on him from the gay and lesbian community, um, rightfully so, I think. Um, but then he went to apologize, and so even that. So why are we talking about the cancel culture? Is that there have been things that have come out even um, in the last couple of weeks uh, or three weeks as the um, protests have been going on yes. um, after George Floyd's uh, passing, and uh, there have been different stars. Um, what's the woman's name? Uh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat, who has that huge hit right now. I can't remember the name. She has several hits the last couple of years. And this, this is this, this latest thing has to do with something that happened prior to her being a star. But it goes back to my uh, point I was trying to make as it relates to with some of the cancel culture. Remember, we all have been young and dumb. We have all been young and dumb. And sometimes we are old and dumb as well. Yes. And, and we make mistakes. We yes. do things. And then we come out. And as soon as Doja Cat is that her? Yeah, yes. I love her music. I don't know her name. That's actually kind of, <laughs> that's like my hallmark. I actually don't know anybody's names. Don't, don't ask me who sings that or does that. Um, he but, just listens to the music. But, but her song is popping. Mm-hmm. But the question is, do we listen to Doja Cat? Anymore? Because that for me was like, it wasn't. It was out before summer, but it was ready to be the song of the summer. Yes. And so one of the conversations that I've been having with people is, do because we were upset with her because she was in some chat room uh, with white supremacists supposedly and was teasing some white supremacist guys. And this is a woman who's biracial herself, um, and she was sort of dancing provocatively in this chat room with known. Um, white supremacist. But I, it goes a little bit further too. There are several chats with the, she's been to this chat room clearly before. That wasn't the first time. And and they have pulled up uh, receipts. Yeah. <laughs> I say receipts um, with her pretty much downing the African-American community. And she is biracial. So that's also shocking too. So, you know, the question is, do we cancel her or anybody else who have done something in their past? Um, she did come out and apologize. Um, but again, the, there's a push to for, for people to not listen to her music and to right. cut her off. So where do you stand with that? Because I have my own feelings uh, about Doja, and I have my own feelings about this whole idea of, of cancel culture, now that I know it has a name. What, what's your opinion? So I do believe that today, in today's time, specifically moving forward, if you are someone of, of, of great... Uh, reputation in the community, you should be very mindful of what you say. And if you do say something, this is this is where I'm challenged at with regards to when people say things. Okay. If you say things that is offensive and you believe it, stand stand behind your words. Don't apologize mm. because that's your belief. I, I I really believe that. Stand behind your words. If you believe that in whatever that is, 
Stand behind. Don't apologize because the cancel culture is coming out of you, coming at coming coming at you. Yeah. So I, I think in that context, stand behind your words specifically moving forward. I think if something happened in your past and you're able to kind of stand before people and say, you know, I was stupid, I was ignorant, and I apologize. That's not how I want to move forward. I think you should be given a chance. And do you think um, that we are, should be so quick to cancel people? So look, for me, again, I, I wasn't really familiar with this um, Doja Cat thing until someone told me that I shouldn't be listening to her music. And I thought, why? why, why? And then I read up on the story. She responded pretty quickly and said that she was misunderstood. And she, in fact, recently donated, I think, $10,000, maybe $100,000 to um, Black Lives Matter to prove her, her being that's, up with the cause. That's her proving it? Okay. Right? And so my, my thought is, you know, when do we accept someone's apology and when do we not? When do we immediately go for the jugular, if you will, um, and, and attacking someone's pocketbook, someone's business? And when do we simply provide a moment of education? And I know that we're in a, at a time where um, protests are important, and I'm happy. Oh, it just it warms my heart. Literally, I'd never thought in our, our lifetime that we would see this kind of advocacy and protest going on in the streets. Um, for many years, I thought... Where is that energy? So I'm psyched. I'm so proud of my brothers and sisters, black, white, and everything in between um, um, who are out there protesting. Yes. But when do we simply provide education versus condemning someone immediately? I personally think that it is upon the person in which it's being attacked to move that needle. Because you can't change individ individuals who are wanting to cancel you, you because you have to prove something to them. They, they need proof. So I think it's upon that person to educate themselves. Like, I'm going to go back to Kevin Hart. He removed himself from the Oscars. Um, and part of him removed because the cancel culture was coming after him. He was like, I would rather take myself out instead of having them take me out. But he also apologized. He did apologize. He, he also went further to even talk about what he has learned from this experience. Yeah. And he intentionally did that as part of his education and to let the people know that that's not what he stands for now. Yeah. And I, I was one who, with the Kevin Hart situation, actually felt that his response was pretty um, on point. I thought that it was it was genuine. Yes. I thought he humbled himself um, and he, I, I, I ex for me personally as a gay man, accepted his, his apology and I still am a fan of Kevin Hart. Yes. And, and for those individuals who have said things in the past, I mean, thank God they didn't have cameras back then when I was up coming up because God knows what I've said when I was young and dumb. Uh, seriously, yeah. I, I think, you know, we have to put that in perspective, particularly around this cancel culture. We all have said things. Now, if we're doing things to people, that's a different story. To R. Kelly, that goes way yeah. back. He should have been canceled a long time ago. Absolutely. But I think if you said things that was offensive way back when we have all been in that that we have been that person we have absolutely i know i i have misspoken yes um so we're coming up on our first break Yay! which we actually did our first commercial today and we're hoping that actually the commercial will come in on here because we're looking for sponsors so um we're coming up on our first break we're going to come back we're going to talk a little bit more about this and then we're going to talk about the summer yeah the summer summer is coming summertime summertime some summertime 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 some some okay <laughs> I don't know what that was. All right, we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> 
Hi, this is Yupenda from the Up and Down Show. If you're listening to my voice, guess what? This could be you. Well, not you, but your business, your product, your service. We would love to share with our audience all that you have to offer. So here's your opportunity to sponsor the Up and Down Show. Please contact us at the Up and Down Show, all one word at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. So we are back and uh, we were talking about the cancel culture and asking whether um, it is a good thing or a bad thing. And, and the reason we were talking about this, Yupenda, um, is something happened this week that really I, I had a really strong reaction to. And that was um, John Ridley, I believe is his name. Yes. He is the screenwriter to 12 Years a Slave. Slave. He yes. won the Oscar for 12 Years yes. a Slave. Great movie. Wonderful I movie. I haven't watched it. I can't you watch. Seen the movie? No, I can't watch those kind of movies. Uh, it, it, I, I actually don't want to leave um, out of a theater and want to chop all the white people up. Uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful movie. It is a wonderful I heard movie. It. I heard uh, it. So he um, wrote an op-ed in um, the LA Times this week, and in the op-ed, he made a very strong plea to HBO, who has the HBO streaming service, HBO Now, um, to. Uh, remove um, a classic, the, yes. um, Gone with the Wind, from their rotation. Yes. Because he felt that Gone with the Wind um, glorifies uh, slavery and that it has the wrong tone and that it really should not be a celebrated film. Yes. And I had a very strong reaction to that. And um, I, I I sent you an article. I don't know if yes, you, you were did, able to read that I article. I did read the article. What did you and, think of that? Um, so just, just to kind of go a little back to to when you send it to me and I read it and the other thing he also said too not only did it glorify slavery there was another term he also used in an article that spoke to that it 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 perpetuates white privilege too okay um and 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 that was part of why he wanted that HBO to remove it from his streaming service so um, and, and it worked. So HBO announced this week that they are removing Gone with the Wind from their um, rotation. rotation and that it will not be shown now. They've they've um, agreed that they will bring it back, um, but it will only be brought back with an introduction, um, basically um, providing context and background to slavery and the issues and their stance on slavery um, before people watch that film. Yes. So yes. basically a warning. Yes. Um, and, and I think it will also... Um, other from from that article, there were additional feedback that was happening through social media as it related to Gone with the Wind and about if we are going to show this movie on top of what HBO has is planning to do, but also to give guides to have conversations, to have right. you know community conversations around this. So, so go out and read the article if you haven't. But what's your reaction to that? Because we have not talked about this, yes. and we actually hold off on responding to certain things for the show now. No, which he is, makes me. He's like, stop <laughs> like, talking. To I me. don't want to know what you think about stop it. We're going to talk about me. it on the show. Stop talking to me. Um, but I actually was like, oh, oh, okay. Ask me why is it? Oh, well, why, why, why? Okay. For those on a podcast, she's kind of shrugging her shoulder. Like, like it, what's the big deal? Yeah. And, and, and I say that because, um, Daniel, I've never watched Gone with the Wind. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. But I will say this. Uh, so when I said 
you know, your you asked me my reaction. I'm like, uh-huh, okay. I've never watched Gone with the Wind. Okay. Um, now, growing up, you know, during the summers, because this is normally when it's played during the summers, and back then it was TBS. Yep. They would show movies like Gone with the Wind, like when I was in middle school and high school. And I do remember seeing it on in the summertime, but I never watched it. All right. So you never watched it. Um, so you don't have a connection to it nope. one way or the other. Nope. Um, and so it doesn't really make an a, a, a impact on your life. Yes. Do you think that um, the points that he made, I think the points he made were valid points. I do. Uh, um, I completely disagree with the decision for HBO to remove it. Okay. And I think um, as a, a, a man of color, as a black man, um, I think it's important that uh, I be able to speak my yes. part of that, um, that it is one of my favorite movies of all time. And does it provide a um, romantic, romanticized view of what the Civil War looked like um, from the Confederate side? Perhaps, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, was um, Scarlett O'Hara a slave owner? Absolutely. But also, what that article did not touch upon, and that I think is so important to say, is the relationship between Scarlett and Mammy, um, who is Hattie McDaniel, who won yes. the first African-American woman, first African-American period to, to win, win an, an Oscar. Oscar. Um, the relationship between them is a beautiful relationship of, of respect and pride. And, and of course, slavery is a horrible thing. But my thing is this cancel culture should be reserved for media, for people, for entities who are disparaging intentionally towards another class. I don't think Gone with the Wind did that. In fact, I believe they provided an amazing opportunity for Hattie McDaniel as an actress. It was a miserable time. It was the 1930s, right? Black people in Hollywood were treated horribly. Yeah, she wasn't even allowed to go with her other cast members to the Oscar party uh, in, or uh, sit at the same she table. She had to um she could not sit on the main floor yes. um when because they didn't expect for her to win, she won. And so there's a lot if you do your research on Hattie McDaniel's experience, she um absolutely was ill-treated at that time. Um, and obviously the Civil War was a disastrous time, but it's a beautiful movie. And I believe Hattie McDaniel is a trailblazer. And why on earth would we discourage a movie that is so important to the history of Hollywood, to the history of black actors in, in Hollywood, because of the subject matter of the truth of our country yeah. and, and is it romanticized probably yes. but but it's not evil it's not mean and i just i i i didn't i didn't understand that and it really upset me and i thought why can't why couldn't they agree to put education out about their stance yes. on it without pulling it well the other piece of this is that they're going to bring it back you know i i understand where you're coming from because you definitely come from that space of artistic integrity and in, 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 in the type of movie it, it, it was for you. Um, so I understand that. And you're right. Well, they could have provided the education to go along with it still without streaming. pulling it. Yes. Do the education, but Real you don't got to pull, yes. you know, and then also I mean, Huckleberry Finn's another, you know, this, it always comes back up because the, the, the word nigger being used in Huckleberry yes. Finn and should people be reading that? Yes. It's a great book. And I think people should read that book. It's part of our history. We learn from going back. If we erase all of our history, we forget. if the cancel culture is to just ev evacuate, um, a, a void, a voice, then how do we learn? So it reminds me, you just, 
I mean, literally, I just thought about um, Fahrenheit 451. Mm. If you ever read the book, it talks about a society where basically it's canceled anything of substance that's creative, that speaks to any type of culture. We talked about that, I believe, in our first show about what is culture, anything that brings some kind of light to how we live, yes. some type of, of, of purpose for how we live. Um, but that you just reminded me about Fahrenheit 451. And I remember reading that book and was like, was so moved by the characters in the book. But when you take away Gone with the Wind, mm -hmm. take away Huckleberry Finn or any other book that speaks to atrocities um, in our world, then we will be 451, Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, I think you reserve the cancel culture, the cancel movement for movies that are evil, movies that are actually intentionally um, derogatory and oppressing a, a, a um, population or a community, right? I think that's when you get behind the cancel culture. But I just, like, God with the wind, come on. Guess what uh, else was canceled? What? Um, cops. Cops was canceled. How do you feel about cops? Bad boy, bad, bad boy. boy. What, what you gonna, gonna do? do? What you gonna do when you come for oh you? Oh my god, I kind of okay, love. So I, I kind of love cops. I, you know, cops to me is 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 literally if on on a Friday or Saturday night you're watching this and you may have had too much drink. It's the funniest stuff on air. It really is, it, and I I do. I'm challenged by why would they pull cops? Like like when you watch cops, I mean, you get to see how they are operating in community. Why would you pull that? And I can't think of any cop show, any of the cops episodes that I've seen that um, they basically beat down their suspect. Yeah, I, I, well, there was, there's one that was, I think it was a live PD um, where the gentleman died. Actually, it was very similar. I didn't see that. And, and well, no one saw it. They never aired it. Uh, but it just, he, he was in Houston and now that's coming out that there was. Um, they were but, filming it? Yeah. And he, I think, might have been high. I think he has narcotics maybe in his system. If not, I, I apologize on that story. Um, but this gentleman also, like, had been, it, it's it's a it's a much deeper story. Right. He was running away from the cops um, in his car. He had a he had a wreck in his car. Um, and then when he when they finally got him out of the car he couldn't breathe and he ended up passing away so they never right aired the that show oh, they never aired the show but, but my point yeah. being usually when you look at a cop's episode uh it, they are living their life as a cop and anytime any episodes that i've seen they have not necessarily treated the suspect horribly they, they they've tried to you know subdue them best way they can but again i've always watched cops and laugh <laughs> because some of the suspects are fun you like really? I, I'm right there with you, and I, you know, and it's possible that we're offending um, some of our brothers and sisters who I, are out we there. We don't mean to. We don't mean to, but that's really what the show's about. Is you know, we all have different opinions, and um, I, I was, but now I have to go back and look and think: was I blinded? But I also used to love The Apprentice with um, the I Orange never Man. I never watched I, that I show. I loved The Apprentice. Now, will I go back and watch The Apprentice if it came? If they did a rerun of The Apprentice, <laughs> I think I might. Celebrity I Apprentice is a really amazing show. He's an but I think I might actually go watch no, that I show. Ne I never watched. Did I just the look like a crazy man when I just did that? No, you, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. I, I never watched The Apprentice. Um, really? No, I just wasn't. 
I don't necessarily watch network TV. You know that. Oh. I, I, I don't get into shows like that because that's too much energy. It's too much bad energy to go to a show. I did that one show, and when the letdown of that show happened, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Although I will say one of the things that have come out recently is the um, uh, canceling of using the Confederate flag at NASCAR. Oh, my gosh. Which yes. I, I'm all for that because that that is without question a symbol of oppression. And yes. people from the South say, oh, no, it's about origins. My My heritage. heritage. I inherited that flag. No, racists use that flag every day to intimidate um, people of color in this country. And so I applaud NASCAR for that. So again, I think- And it took them a while to get there. Trust me on that. Oh, absolutely. I will say that NASCAR has has a history of not being friendly to African-Americans. So much so, our good friend, Barbara Cheese, did national training with NASCAR years ago. Did she really? Yeah, on diversity, equity, inclusion. That's one of her, that was one of her major um contracts um a couple of years ago she went and and did some training for them wow well, um, congratulations barbara i'm yes. gonna give you some credit for yes. this nascar decision yes then. i gotta That's make great. sure you know we reach back out to her but um they've come a long way and in, in this this was a step in the right direction Absolutely. and 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 the only fallout they had from some guy named ray chichieri who was number 33 <laughs> in the rankings like n- never even posted past you know top 10 and people was like who is he, yeah, he said, I'm, He's gonna, I'm gonna leave after Bye. this season did you see nascar's response yes. nascar the <laughs> official nascar on instagram said we had to look up your name to figure out who you, you were. were exactly <laughs> that was pretty like, hard like in your fan base yeah. Like we couldn't find you from your fan base. So, 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 so yes, NASCAR did a, a good thing and you're right. That deserved the Confederate flag deserves to be canceled. canceled. Absolutely. So the message here, at least from my point of view, and it actually sounds like we, we are kind Agreed. of on the same page with that. Yes. I actually expected you to be really pro the, um, the gone with the wind. No, you know, you know the reason why I can't be pro because I do believe. Again, you said something, and it took me back to when I read Fahrenheit four fifty one. You can't take everything out of a society that brings it some type of intentional character understanding um, uh, around how do we behave, how do we move forward positively, and so I agree with you. I mean. I made a choice not to watch it. And if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. If you want to watch it, watch it. Like people forget that at the end of the day, people forget. We all make our our individual choices. And I guess the reason I wanted to talk about this is none of this stuff is so easy, right? It's not black and white. I pardon our pun not intended. It's not so easy, right? To figure out what's right, what's wrong. I think it requires the conversation to be had. And, you know, I'm shocked that HBO made that decision because I respect HBO as a filmmaker and as an industry pro. So anyways, that's enough with that. We, um, anything else you have to say about that? No, I think we're going to go Go ahead and take another break. Yes, and you're going to hear ma'am. another one of our break commercials oh. that we created. We think we're funny, but, you know, whatever. Um, but we're and if you don't back. like the commercials, then be a sponsor. Yes. Then you won't have to listen to our commercials. We'll listen to yours. <laughs> Absolutely. So we'll we'll be back and we're going to talk about summer. The summertime, summertime, sun, sun, summertime, Here summertime, summertime, sun, sun, summertime, summertime. <laughs> What the hell was that? I I don't know. Don't do it again. Okay.
Hey guys, this is Daniel from the Up and Down Show with Daniel and Upendo. And if you are listening to this, that means you like us. You really like us. And because you really like us, we like you. In fact, we love you. And we would love to have you become part of the Up and Down family. Do you have a business, product, or service you'd like to advertise? Or how about a hot uncle you'd like to set either of us up with? If so, contact us at theupanddownshow at gmail.com. That's all one word, theupanddownshow at gmail.com. And let's talk. But don't take too long because these commercial spots are hot. They're flying off the shelves. Thanks for listening to us at The Up and Down Show. So we are back from our break and um, now we're going to kind of change the subject. We're going to talk about summer. Summer. It's summer. Summer. Is summer here yet or it's right around the corner? It's right around the corner. I think summer officially starts, what, June 20th? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I June 20th, I think, or, you know, mid, mid-June. mid um, But yeah, summer is almost here. It is here. It's- Having fun in the summertime. What the hell? That. I know, right? <laughs> I just had that tune in the back of my head. I love when you sing, you Penda. I, know, I I'm love. Off tune. Well, completely, <laughs> completely off tune. I love it when you. But it's funny when you when we talk about summer. Um, I still get back to the little young kid in my. my I still think of summer according to the school calendar, mm-hmm. and like I feel like it changes. Like oh, it's summer now. It's like well, we have the same work schedules. Like why why do we get excited about summer? It's so damn hot here in Florida. It I just, is, I, but I, summer means that in my mind, like like you said, it, it's no matter what you go back to the when you were a kid. Yes, because you were free. Yes. It represents you're free. Like you have so much time on your hands. You can wake up late. You can come in late. You can read. You can do whatever. You're just free. Yeah. So summer's coming. And what is summer for you this year? You got anything that you're looking forward to this summer? Um. So because travel is not what travel used to be. Our, our, this travel is basically non-existent. <laughs> I, I don't know. I do want to do something. Um, I, I don't know. I think for me this summer, it's probably trying to find a, a place a couple of hours away and just decompress at a pool and, and read and, and drink and don't even worry about the time. That's, that's what summer is going to be for me um, this year. I, I would love definitely to travel abroad. I like, we talked about traveling in our, one of our podcasts, but um. I would love to go to um, Greece or Southern Italy. Um, unfortunately, even um, if we were allowed to travel to those countries right now, I'm 80%. <laughs> and you know, um, right now, homegirls on a budget. In a couple of weeks, we talked, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about having a budget based on our current financial situation. Yes. So, true story. I actually went to the store this week. And I was like, I'm only going to spend $30. That's what I have in my budget to spend oh. is $30. Okay. And? I did not succeed. Oh, geez. Did you spend over? Yes. <laughs> I I somehow, in my mind, I thought $30 could get me everything on my list. I had a list. <laughs> how far? How far did you go over $30? Uh, you really want to know? Yes, I do want to know. 
about $70. Oh, what, were you at a grocery store Publix. or that Publix? Um, you know, the, the cost of groceries have gone up drastically because of COVID and because mm-hmm. of the different industry. Um, in some categories, things have gone up as, as much as 20, 50%, yeah. the cost of things like eggs and, and, yes. and milk. And it's, it, it's, I was listening to a story and these families, um, who now have kids home all day, every day, eating them out, eating of, house. Them out of house and home. They literally, they cannot keep food on the table. People are eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for dinner. Yes. And, 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 it really. And because people are home, the refrigerator is like saying to them, you're back in me again. Like, <laughs> then you, were you just here 10 minutes ago? <laughs> like, seriously, people are doing the COVID. You know how they say the freshman 15, the COVID-19 15. Yes, you can. So part of summer, obviously, is people want to get into their summer bod. Yes. And, and COVID really screwed that whole game <laughs> up. But I will say no, that. when you go to the pool, it's my COVID body. <laughs> this is my COVID, COVID body. <laughs> COVID. COVID-19. I will say there is nothing like my have said this on another show already but there is nothing like um having a show where you are putting yourself on film and looking back at yourself to let you know covid <laughs> the covid 50 is real it's and, real. and um, i i have personally started to get um i'm a little late for summer but i've personally gotten on my new routine which includes being plant eating plant-based diet um at least four days a week which i'm actually doing i've done it for two weeks now and maybe i'll talk about that on another show because yes. i've been learning a lot about that so for yes. me summer definitely is as i'm um, going back to that healthy way of eating and no more banana bread no even though my banana muffins were rocking um <laughs> the ones i almost choked on but it's okay they were pretty <laughs> they were pretty um but yeah summer i i, I do want to get back in my bathing suit like i've been working out religiously yes, you and, and so i i think i'm looking pretty good you are- so i want to see how much different I look. I haven't lost any weight. I lost some inches. Um, but how better am I going to look at my bathing suit? Yeah, I, I don't even weigh myself anymore. I, I, I think why. it's all about inches and how you look and how you feel. Yes. I, I Once I've adopted that, I um, have gotten fatter. <laughs> 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 no, but I, 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 I'm standing by that with this. I do already feel so well. I'll, I'll talk more about that on another show. We'll, we'll have a show about plant-based eating, um, and we'll talk about sort of yeah. actually the, the world's kind of getting crazy away with that. But I will say that I am going to travel, and I, I just purchased tickets. Did I tell you I purchased tickets to um, to go home to California? Good for you, Daniel. Yeah, so I'm going to go see my my niece for the first time. I got a little baby niece Jordan um, Camille's uh, latest daughter latest daughter it's like she's a movie everything I do like she got I like do. twin daughters no she, she's only have two her second daughter just her second child my lovely um, new niece so I'm gonna go out and visit her and see some friends in Palm Springs and I'm really really looking forward to that and I am still um, even though I am 80% as well um, but I have been budgeting and preparing to um, head over to Spain as soon as I'm able to get to Spain also. Yes. I wonder why what's over in Spain. Could 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 there be somebody in Spain while you are budgeting and making sure you have money for Spain? All I can say is the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain.
Okay, that was something you learned to in, in like elementary school to for oh, pronunciation. You, Penda, you know what? You are so good with being friends with gay men until moments like that. You don't know the rain in Spain. The rain in Spain falls okay. mainly on the plain. You don't know that. It's from My Fair Lady. Hello. Okay, so again, here we go with... Um, I don't think I've ever watched that movie. Oh. <laughs> you have been a you, you, you blame it that I'm a poor gay friend. No, you're a poor gay friend. <laughs> you should be teaching okay. me about all this stuff. All right, done, done. We are going to watch a musical tonight. You, you guys heard it. We're going to report back on it next time we get together. Okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> no, 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 you no, are no, the no. most amazing <laughs> gay friend ever, ever. What ever. is your favorite movie musical? Do you have a favorite? I do. What is it? Xanadu. Xanadu. <laughs> I love Xanadu. I know it's Are you song. kidding me? I love Xanadu. It's oh my, my favorite. God. I have the soundtrack. Oh <laughs> I my listen to God. it all the time. I actually and Gene re- Kelly, the episode with the, the segment with oh my god, that's the best part of Xanadu. You ask me, Xanadu, you are a horrible gay now <laughs> because you should you should be saying Xanadu is my that, favorite too. No, Xanadu is definitely not my favorite. That is a corny, corny musical. <laughs> Uh, I am every time I watched it and I did watch it recently. I didn't couldn't watch all of it, but I was like, Gene Kelly, what did you do? Poor Gene. <laughs> did I I've always said, um, you know, people play who would you rather be if you could come back to life as someone and people say Jesus or, yes. or Bill Gates or uh, Warren Buffett. Gene Kelly. I literally, if I could come back as anyone, I, I mean, would come Gene. back as Gene Kelly. And, and oh, he was so and you would fine. Tell, and you would say no to Xanadu. <laughs> and I would say hell no to Xanadu. I love Xanadu. Oh, What's your favorite musical? Fav- that's a hard one for me, but I think my favorite one is, um, oh, I think it is uh, Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, that we're going to watch Singing in the Rain, guys, and she's going to report back. Um, I can't stand it, and I can't stand it, and I can't stand it. That's what I said, <laughs> and I can't stand it. Okay, she doesn't get the reference now, but next time we get to come together, we're going to talk <sighs> about is, that. So part of being a friend to a gay is that they a gay, you a gay, like, a gay. like, yeah, see, I can't stand when people say a black, and now she's going to say a gay. Uh, uh, okay, let me rephrase. <laughs> What I just said. Yes, ma'am. The Please fix being, yourself. You know what I mean? The problem with being a friend to Daniel Day. <laughs> <laughs> what is? What's the problem oh with being gosh. friends with me? Like, I, I don't. I, I know the musicals you're talking about. I just was never interested in uh, watching them. Oh, my goodness. I used to. Um, this is not a joke at all. In eighth grade. I would go seventh and eighth grade. I discovered that the library right down the street from my middle school had all these movies. And I used to go and rent out the uh, musicals from there. Of course. And I would go and then I would go home and I would put on these musicals and I watched everything from My Fair Lady to Singing in the Rain to to um, Oklahoma. Uh, And I I have not watched like literally I I wasn't out in the streets. (laughs) I was at home and then I would introduce my um, little baby sister once she came into the picture and I'd have my little baby sister sit down and watch these musicals with me as well. Aww, and she's probably said, this is why I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I just, you know, I know all those movies you're talking about and, and I have watched some of them, but um, I, I if you ask me my favorite musical, definitely Xanadu, then Grease, then Grease 2, then Rent. <laughs> Like, oh. like, like, I can, I love musicals too. Grease is um, great. Grease is great. Oh, yes. and the Heights is coming out. I cannot yes. wait. I saw the trailer. If you guys haven't um, seen the trailer for In the Heights, it was Lin-Manuel's first um, big success on Broadway. Broadway. And it is amazing. It was great. And the, the trailer looks phenomenal. Yeah, great people are going to be playing in this movie. So I'm going to just switch gears because we're it. coming up um, to the end of the show. But um, tell me about your up this week. My up. Okay. Yeah, my up. I have a really wonderful up. So yes. about... A year and a half ago, two years ago, we um, went up to St. Paul, Minnesota, um, where some friends of our Mike Tamale and his team at the NBC. Shahir. He's uh, so cute. Uh, with the Neighborhood Development Center um, up in St. Paul, work with uh, communities of color, helping yes. entrepreneurs build their businesses. And while we were out there learning about their great work, we went to Rondo, I believe is the name yes, of the community, the community, which is a historic black community. And we went to this wonderful cafe, which I oh, can't remember yes. the name of it. But in the cafe... One of the women who worked at the cafe's name was Patricia, Patricia Lacey. Yes. And it turns out that Patricia is a singer as well. Yes. She is a um, member of the Sounds of Blackness. Yes. And she is also a former background singer with Luther Vandross. Yes. She is, um, um, she's featured on that one wonderful documentary about a... Uh, Ten feet, ten feet, ten feet away, or ten feet from stardom. Ten feet from stardom. So anyhow, Patricia became our friend. She sang for us. We might actually be able to show a clip of that if we can figure out a way to do that. She blew that that breakfast spot up. Okay, Penda, I got. In the mail, a CD from Patricia. It is her brand new CD, and I was listening to it today as I was coming up. And it is—it's a church um, gospel CD. It was so wonderful. It brightened my spirit. I reached out to her today, and I said, "Do you mind if I share this uh, with people on our show?" And she says, "It's not on iTunes yet. Um, it's called I'm Taking You to Church." Is the name of the CD. And right now, if you're interested, you can find Patricia Lacey, L-A-C-Y, on um, on Facebook. You can find her. You can private message her. And she will actually send you a CD. She made that promise today yes. to me. And as soon as it is available on iTunes, we'll let you know. Yeah, absolutely. But that is my up today. I love me some gospel music. And she has a beautiful voice. It's just so rich. And, and, and you feel exactly what her words and what she's singing. The problems, heartache and pain. Trying to find the answer, a bear rack in my brain. Oh Lord, as I thought about it, it began to come clear to get myself together and go on from here. Whatever it takes to make it, I'm going all the way. Yeah, all the way. I may be down sometimes. I won't be down always. Oh, 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 oh. whatever it will take, help you reach your goals. Don't give up hope. I know you can't go. Don't you ever stop. Don't never stop. Just keep pressing on, on, and on, and on, and on, and on, and on. So what's your up today? So my up is um, a wine. 
A wine? Really? Yes. So um, probably about a month and a half ago, two months, I actually discovered Josh um, Pinot Grigio. I love Josh for their Pinot Noir and their Merlot. But I did not know they made a Pinot Grigio. And I picked it up because it was in my price range because, you know, I'm 80 (laughs) percent. And I have to tell you, it was Excellent. Okay. It was excellent. And the price point is about $15. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're going over your budget, girl. <laughs> I'm a $9 bottle guy. <laughs> but it's about $15. And it is, um, you know, Pinot Grigio for me rings summer and spring. That's why I'm drinking more of the whites now because it's summer and, I mean, spring and will be summer. And so this is a perfect perfect wine if you're sitting out on your patio balcony or you know hanging out with friends at the pool perfect perfect wine for hanging out yeah so grab your bottle of josh listen to some beautiful gospel music with patricia lacy and have a good summer y'all yes have a wonderful (laughs) summer we will see you next time on the up and down with Daniel. And you pinned him. (laughs) Why did we screw that up? What's my name again? Daniel. 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 Bye, guys. Bye, guys. (laughs)